0: And welcome, folks, to episode 36. Sounds about right. Episode 36 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based <laughs> podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in the UK. I'm Chris, otherwise known as True Mr. Six, and with me today I have Andy.
1: A.k.a. Snotty McMahon Flu.
0: Yes, you are Snotty McMahon Flu. You're like the walking dead dude. Hello. Apologies for my uh, husky voice. Oh, no, the, the fellas all love it. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Isaac. <laughs> nah, mate. When Isaac talks, my glass shakes. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Tyrannosaurus Rex chasing your car. What a movie! I watched E.T. with the kids the other day. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like it? They did. Well, uh, me, uh, the mini Miss Six, she was well into it, but the mini Mister Six, pff, nah, he wandered off about halfway through. Uh, it's got some slow bits isn't it yeah he doesn't have much movie stamina he can do like a 1 hour or an hour 20 you know you kung fu pandas of the world mm. that are a bit shorter and a bit punchier but w- once you start creeping up to the 2 hour mark he, he's out i, I don't Few know years. How he is yeah sure i don't know how he does it i can't watch the beginning of a film and then I don't know how it ends that that drives me mad <laughs> that drives me mad so yeah but spielberg you forget how you know the guy just gifted it was Spielberg. Did he do the Goonies? No, I don't think so. Uh,
1: he should have
0: no, done. It was good. No, Jurassic kids like Park that. and Indiana Jones was Spielberg, wasn't it? Uh,
1: they're quite scary
0: for little kids. Yeah, Penny wants to watch Jurassic Park, but I have said no at this point. She ain't, she ain't ready for that. Did he do? I feel like he did a scary one. Have you seen that one with the truck?
1: That was first Spielberg movie.
0: Where's was... the truck with no driver?
1: Yeah, old.
0: Some years Go ago, ahead. I haven't seen it in recent years. But I, I know the one you mean. There was a, that big long documentary on BBC Four, wasn't there? Oh, <laughs> I
1: missed
0: that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Military of Dice for your for all your movie chatter. Diehard last episode, uh, ET and Jurassic Park this episode. So other than your croaky throat, how are you, my man? I'm not too bad, mate. How are you? Yeah, you know, cracking on, cracking on. Uh, leisurely plodding my way towards Christmas, panicking about what I'm going to buy my mum and dad and all that stuff, you know.
1: Yeah, uh, standard stuff.
0: Yeah, us- usual routine. Uh, but the kids are mostly boxed off, so that's all right. That's the important yes, bit at the end man. of the day. Yeah. Uh, you've been up to much, gaming-wise?
1: Gaming-wise? Uh, so non-related, or non-Dice Masters-related gaming uh, had some games of... I want to call it Dreadball, a mantic game. It's like a bit of a Blood Bowl kind of knockoff, but it's quite fast. It's a bit more fast-paced. It's quite fun. I don't know that one. I think it's Dreadball.
0: Dreadball. I see a lot of Blood Bowl going on down at the FLGS. Yeah. And um, uh, I feel like there's another one in the kind of...
1: There's Guild Ball as well, which is like a fantasy football kind of football, as in soccer, proper football. That uh, one, well, but it, <laughs> this one's it's it's the the game is a bit like. Do you remember Speedball, the old like Commodore?
0: Yeah, I um, do. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, the game. Uh, it's done out a bit like that. So if the ball comes on, it can kind of go off, and there's like I think it's six players like players on your team, and you've got to throw it into a certain thing. It's, it's good. It's good. It's good fun. i played that. Played Shadow of Brimstone, which is a more involved kind of RPG type miniature game. We uh, went on a mission into an icy cave to rescue some pages of a journal to save the world from monsters. Um, I've got my... I, think I mentioned a couple of episodes ago that my character is a Mexican bandido and uh, he resulted in, in going absolutely insane and quivering in a corner of this mine, this icy mine, whilst the others did the business and killed off the big monster. But that was very fun. He's leveled up a little bit. It's, uh, it's, it's RPG, so you get leveled up. You get different stats for different didn't, experience points. That's quite good fun.
0: Didn't that happen to you when you played Mansions of Madness
1: <laughs> as well? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. It was a running theme <laughs> of, uh, of going insane. But that was brilliant fun. Also introduced Dice Masters to the uh, the new gaming group that I've been meeting up with, uh, which was pretty successful. One of them in particular has got into it with his son and his uh, and his wife as well.
0: Yes, yeah, so, so that uh, reminds me. I need to put these playmats in the post for you.
1: Yeah, they will be greatly received. Offloaded yeah. a load of uh, excess stuff his way as well, which uh, was cool to see. Like excitement and new cards, and mm. even though they're like UXM and AVX and all the old stuff that we've us veterans have got thousands of. Obviously, for the first time seeing all these cards, they're very excited with that, which was cool. Excellent. Uh, so uh, see how that burgeoning
0: scene grows.
1: Hey. Um, <laughs> uh we've been playing some 10 in 10 games haven't
0: we we have yes so we mentioned we did a segment on this last episode or the episode before i forget
1: it was the last one
0: was it yeah Yeah. um where we talked about 10 in 10 that's our new format focus
1: it is format focus title tbc
0: yeah, so yeah, we've, we've been playing a few games, and we'll get a, um, an update done, but probably in the new year now, but we'll do a follow-up segment to let you guys know how, how that's been going, and our thoughts on that as a format. Bloody so, hard. Play. That's my yeah, thoughts on it. It is difficult, yeah. Team building. I tried it out at the FLGS as well, and I've got some Ooh. interesting reflections from that too, so we'll, we'll come back to that one. What have you even up to them, Yeah, not a great deal on the game in front, actually, so it's strictly season, isn't it?
1: It is. You're a big fan.
0: no (laughs) no i really am not but the rest of my family are i mean literally the entire my my wife my daughter my son my mum my nan my aunties everybody is strictly obsessed so saturday nights which would be when me and the good lady hashtag competitive wife would normally get a game on is being cut into by strictly come dancing and by the time we've let the kids stay up a bit later to watch it and they get down yeah neither of us are all particularly kind of in that frame of mind to start board gaming so that's had a bit of an impact so i've been doing though i've been watching avatar the legend of the last airbender with the kids oh the cartoon man yeah yeah and they've been enjoying that a great deal so i don't know completely non-gaming related but it's a thing that we've got going on if anybody's interested that would make a that'd be a great ip to make a dice master set out of yeah, different affiliations be like the water
1: and the wind and the fire and
0: yeah, yeah. Well, so the kids have been watching lots of cartoons. Patented Chris tangent for you here now, folks. They've been watching lots of cartoons, and I kind of I like to half tune in because, aside from the fact that I'm actually a cartoon fan. I like to just sort of keep half an eye on what it is they're watching. You know what I mean? Like I'm saying many many of the, you know, Dice Masters is the dadliest game. I'm sure there's plenty of dads out there who know what I'm talking about. I like to kind of keep half an eye on what's going on. Uh, My lad had Ben 10 on, the new version. There's been a a reboot lately. Oh, okay. And I said to my lad, I said, so where's he got the watch from? And what's the connection to these aliens? And my lad was like, I don't know. So well, has there not been an episode? Like, have you watched the first episode? Is it explained? He said, no, it's not explained. So I said, right, let's find the first episode. Went diving into the sky on demand. Yeah. Picked up the first episode. It just goes straight into the story. There is no explanation around the mythology or where he got this magic watch from that lets him turn into aliens.
1: I think I've seen the the first one.
0: Yeah, possibly the older version does, but this new one doesn't.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, this is the old wizened alien that's like the protector of the cosmos and he crashes to earth and then the watch right. ends up okay. with Ben
0: 10. There you go. Well, that's the sort of thing. Uh, now I remember when I was a kid and I used to watch cartoons, there was a story arc to it. You know, Dog Tanyon and the Musker Hounds had, you know, a, a 60 episode running story or the, <laughs> the, the, the lost cities of gold.
1: Gold. That was what I was about to say. Oh my
0: God. That <laughs> went on for like 18 years. Do you know what I mean? Or um, Ninja Turtles. That had a kind of ongoing uh. mythology in any case because this tangent's getting massive i just said right that's enough <laughs> of this kind of villain of the week rubbish let's get a decent cartoon on that's got a bit of storyline but they're a bit too young and not quite ready for the the batman animated series and the justice league animated series and you know, the stuff that i really love so i went to avatar cuz i remember watching it years ago and i seem to recall it had a thing it's bloody brilliant oh, really? it's awesome it's a live-action
1: film as well, isn't
0: there? Yeah, I don't think that's so good. That's M. Knight Shyamalan.
1: Shyamalan.
0: Yeah, sure. Little no fact for the listeners, actually. I don't know if, if they know this, but uh, Andy, I've mentioned before, has had a long-standing career as an actor and in various roles on film sets. Through the years, And M. Night Shyamalan actually used Andy as the stand-in for Bruce Willis in Unbreakable. As the stand oh, right. standing in the rain with the... With the Rain Mac. You remember doing that, mate? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's because Bruce Willis, of course, didn't want to get his hair wet. (laughs) Didn't want to get his hair wet. So Andy was the official Bruce Willis hair wet replacement. So any scene that involved water, you stood in for Brucey.
1: It's true. Do you know the bit in the village where she bunks over the wall when the car goes past and they're not actually in the past? Yes. (laughs) Uh, That was my idea. I went, shnamnamnamalan, I've got an idea. He went, Mandy? Mandy? He used to call me Mandy. That's brilliant.
0: <laughs> you came and you gave without taking. <laughs> that's my cult that did that. Yeah, it's something that did that, Jesus. My brain said Andy, but my body said Mandy. Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> that's because you were doing M. Night, shamalamalamalam. Uh, so Avatar, and then uh, played at the FLGS, 10 in 10, <laughs> getting us back oh, on right, track. Oh, I did, nice. yeah. and then the online games with your good self, and that's been that's been my, my gaming life yeah right we're very tangently today let's get ourselves back on track so uh, who are you mate who are you update who are you update yeah I'm getting i'll drop- get sick of the <laughs> segment that's the update yeah so uh, we've been discussing it offline folks and uh, andy likes the who are you but i'm starting to feel a bit frustrated at the lack of correspondence <laughs> however my frustration has been oh well hang on i'll put the theme tune in
2: who are you who are you
0: who Yes, I've got a correction. So, Cyclaville, in our last episode, we said, oh, no, no one's contacted us, it's a who are you fail. But it's not a who are you fail, because since the time of recording the episode, Carlos, from Cyclaville, has been in touch. Hi, Carlos. Hi, Carlos, yeah, here is your official mention. Carlos has written us quite an extensive email here. Uh, I probably won't read all of it, Carlos, if you'll if you'll not mind, but I'll certainly read some chunks of it. So, Carlos says, hello from Sickleville, New Jersey. Glad to hello. finally cure the drought that you've been having with the Who Are You section. I'm Carlos, and I've been playing Dice Masters for about a year or two now. But I'd like to give a shout-out to my two stores that I play in, to Top Deck Games and Tiki Tiki Games. We meet up every Sunday to play with about five or eight local players. And then he goes on to tell us a little bit. This is interesting. I thought we'd share this with listeners. He tells us what they've been doing through November. So they've had, uh, through November, they played November campaign. And each of the four weeks through November had a ban on an energy type. So the first week of November, it was no bolts. The second week of November, no fists. The third week of November, no masks. And the fourth week of November, no shields. That's clever, isn't it? I like that. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting twist. But further to that, Andy, uh, you know you were saying how uh, why aren't people writing in and asking us about teams and how to brew and stuff like that. Carlos then goes on to say, Currently, I am trying to make an avalanche collateral damage, Xavier's school home for the gifted youngsters, and the small step for man basic action work. But even when I try to fabricate and then attack, my timing is always off. Who I play against won't attack because I'll just block with my level one avalanche and my dice are out of sync and I never clear the board as I want to. And then he asks, are there any teams you've made that you wish worked, but you couldn't get to work? Mm-hmm. I'm not used to having questions from listeners. No, well, this is, this is the absence of the double burst, you see. They haven't got anywhere else to go, so they've, <laughs> they've come to the, the last bastion of listener correspondence. Well, I can answer that. You know, Andy, and the lads down at my FLGS will confirm that uh, I've been trying to make the Hawk and Dove combo from Batman work for, like, what, two years now? Forever. Yeah, I just, I I really love the idea of Dove getting KO'd and that big lump of direct damage going through from Hawk, um, but I just can't seem to get get it comboed up. And every time a new set comes out, I have another go at it, but I, I still haven't kind of got it, to quite where i want it to be it's just, just too slow and i think the six cost on hawk with the four cost on dove is a bit too challenging so that's that would be my team that i've tried to make work uh, uh,
1: for me i suppose if you don't want to take into account the the failure of my nationals team which didn't do as well as i was hoping it would be it's the the, the punisher one that i've been spoken about the uh the global escalation punisher it's got all the bits bar one, and it's the, the protection of the, the Raven and non-targeting because the uh, uh, Intimidate is so well, it's, it's a targeted ability. If you stop being able to target, it just falls apart. It's quite slow as well. Yeah, okay. But my, most most teams, I think, probably <laughs> can go down that vein,
0: <laughs>
1: apart from Ultraman and Bard. So anything that I can't neck deck usually goes wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i am glad to finally hear you admit it <laughs> <laughs> my
1: name is andy england and so
0: i'm a net decker <laughs> yeah. so there you go carlos doll for me and basically andy every team he makes so there's your official shout out it sounds like you've got a great little scene going on there in new jersey i uh, really uh, i like your little november idea as well so thanks for sharing that with us sadly we had no one come out of the woodwork for vesta skirning but i checked the stats they're still listening they're still listening, so still uh, time. still time. A recall out for Vesta Sterninge, And then with Christmas coming up, I think we'll take a pause on Who Are You and get that going maybe in the new year. Let's <laughs> see how well I can influence my man Mandy here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put
1: out a shout out to everyone, everyone who listens. If you want to be mentioned in our first episode back from the Christmas break, then get in touch. If you send us a message, we will reel through your names and give everyone a shout out.
0: Yeah, there you go. Send us a Christmas card. So go to facebook.com forward slash the Ministry of Dice. You can tweet us at Brit Roller Mr 6 and that's B-R-I-T-M-I-S-T-E-R-M-R-S-I-X, or you can go to the contact us button on the BritRoller6.com blog. Send us some season's greetings and we'll do a festive rundown in the new year. That sounds fun. Very good
1: quite a lot of dice master stuff going since we've last recorded
0: yeah okay well hold that thought and we'll get a community focus on the go so this episode now folks we're going to do a quick community focus on all that good stuff that andy's just mentioned there we've got uh, a segment what have we got i can't remember what we've recorded oh you've set me we've got a challenge we have um, a challenge yeah that you'll hopefully find interesting then a segment recorded weeks ago that i can't remember what it's about but i'm sure it's fascinating and then at the back end we've got some live audio from one of our intrepid reporters uh reporting on the pax u tournament so loads of great stuff in this episode but we'll move on to this good stuff that andy's talking about now with a community focus
1: This is London Calling.
3: Here
1: is the
0: new. Yes, folks. So it's the community focus time, and there's quite a lot been going on in the community, as Andy just said in the intro there, to fire an update on. Although I imagine you probably noticed the vast majority of it, unless you're living under a rock. Although there are people out there not, not as active on the social medias who, who may not be aware. So where, where would you like to begin, my man?
1: Uh, let's start off with the release of Warhammer 40k Dice Masters.
0: Yes, that's right. So I can't speak to our continental friends. And the the rest of North America and our friends in Australasia are here. A uh, good day. Good day. <laughs> However, here in the UK and certainly in the US, the Warhammer 40k campaign box and the two team packs, the orcs and space wolves, orcs warg, uh-huh. have finally arrived, which is very exciting news. So uh, lots of people I'm sure are out there brewing away, experimenting with their new stuff. Uh, I saw a pic on Facebook the other day where some guys were playing just 40k only down there local. Very cool. Same time as the US for us as well. Yes, yeah, which we, we, of course, are very pleased about. Yeah. Do you think that's our influence? I think so. Yeah. But well, we are like proper bezies with Jimmy now and everything. I know, right? Yeah. So uh, that's good news. So if, you, if you're not aware already, but further to that, we became aware thank you to our uk national champion michael power for giving us a heads up on this we became aware that the white dwarf issue the december issue of white dwarf which is games workshops kind of monthly magazine has got a promo basic action uh, included. It included i've got mine here you've got yours yeah that's because you're on subscription aren't you yeah
1: very cool so I read it out uh, yeah sure man cool it is a four cost basic action grumbridles I can't say it right, but I've got Cold Fury. It deals two damage to target character die. You may then re-roll this dice. If it's an action face, you may repeat this effect.
0: Very exciting. Is that, is that over and over again,
1: I take it? So well, you can roll it again, roll it again.
0: That is a subject of much debate, <laughs> as I understand it. I think uh, I've seen that being talked about on the Discords and the Facebooks. Um, um, so that's round and about. But uh, I like the fact that... They're getting the Dice Masters game out in front of the Games Workshop fans. I think that's a good thing for us. So if, yeah. you, if you've if you got Games Workshop fans down at your local who generally... I mean, Games Workshop players or heavy Games Workshop players generally do pick up the White Dwarf every month, don't they? Then make sure you're capitalising on that. Uh, our man Troy Miller, the online gaming guru Guru. (laughs) advocate i don't know he's got some official corporate style title awarded to him by the dice coalition put up on facebook i think it was the other day that they prepared some resources if you want some posters to print off and stick around to get 40k in the faces of the warhammer fans down your local game store to initiate a conversation then go take a look at that i'd recommend but yeah pick up a white dwarf or if you know a player who's not going to take much interest in uh, a 40k player sorry or, or just a general warhammer player who's not going to take an interest in dice master see if you can blag theirs that's where mine's coming from my brother's a subscriber i'm getting his uh, the other big news of course is that um the weekend just gone or the weekend just gone as we're recording this packs unplucked took place in i don't know wherever it was partucket.
1: it's the philadelphia pennsylvania convention center
0: <laughs> you sure about that?
1: Yeah, I think it's in Ohio. <laughs> I know that's Columbus, Ohio. I thought it was Portucket And it's Wells. It was Wells. I went to Wells last year. You sure it wasn't the Phoenix Convention Center? In Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Ohio, Columbus.
0: Yeah, Portland like that. Portland Convention Center.
1: Don't go to Portland. Have you not seen Grimm? Everyone's a flipping fairy tale monster.
0: Is it? What's that, Sabrina? No, have you not seen Grimm?
1: The no, TV series. Oh, mate, uh, you love it. Is it good? Uh, very good.
0: All right, I'll check it out. Anyway, anyway, yeah. So, Paxu took place. So, Paxu had quite a few events taking place, but the big, the big news is the world's Champ- world championship uh, that happened. So, we'd like to take a moment to congratulate Arch for his. For his 2018 World Championship status. Well done, Arj. Uh, and if you stay tuned, folks, there'll be a little bit more from Arj coming up in one of our later segments this episode. Uh, not only that, though, PAXU, uh, as well as having a load of cracking Dice Masters event, including 10 in 10, 10 by 10, yeah. 10 or 10, 10 of 10. Um, 10 yeah, I think there was a and d only event that took place, and Cube Draft, and a golden event. And I saw some pictures of a golden event taking place. As well as having all those cracking Dice Masters events taking place and WizKids being there, there were some spoilers that hit the internet over the weekend as well. Ooh. Yeah, exciting stuff. And these were for the DC Justice and the X-Men Forever campaign boxes specifically. In fact, I don't think we've seen anything from the team packs yet. No, I don't think we have. No, I think we've only seen from the campaign boxes. So they are on the Dice Coalition and on the Josh Brody. I want to say his name. His surname's Brody. Apologies, Josh, if I've got his surname wrong. Uh, posted some pics up on Facebook and the Dice Coalition have got them. I've also put an article out on the blog, BritRoller6.com, which has got links to both of the, the sources as well. Please go and check those out. But there's some interesting stuff in there. There's a new keyword, Energize, that looks pretty exciting in the X-Men box. There's. I like that. Loads of cracking villains. That's
1: yeah. what we need—some good, strong villains because they're not powerful yeah,
0: enough. I don't think they're catered for enough in the game. No, nah. absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely right. But uh, go and take a look at the post. I've, I've put my top picks from the spoilers, uh, and go and peruse the full spoilers at your leisure at the Dice Coalition or on the Facebook post there. Uh, but that's that's interesting. Also, and then finally, just to wrap this up, it, it's early days yet, but for UK players, a date to put in your diary: the 10th of February. Um, has been pencilled in for the next Ministry of Dice Presents Dice Masters event, and that's going to be taking place at Element Games in Stockport. More news to roll down the pipeline around what format we're going to be adopting, start times and all that kind of stuff, but I think the date's pretty much locked in now.
1: Yeah, I'll be making my way up to Manchester.
0: Yeah, uh, coming on up north. Um, So uh, any UK players out there, normally we'd wait a bit before putting the word out, but very conscious that Christmas is coming up, so there's a weird couple of weeks where people might not be quite in the loop of things as they normally would be eating all the turkey yes yes that's right i'll tell you one thing about the spoilers actually the, so the black psychic dice that look pretty exciting and interesting that were floating around on facebook a couple of weeks back have been confirmed they're going to be in the x-men forever box yeah you were right and i was wrong yeah well you should be used to that by now <laughs> true story true story (laughs) Uh, so if you stick around if you want to know more about the PAXU Worlds event as mentioned in the intro our intrepid reporter was out and about and we've got some some great coverage there from the event live so that's coming up but that I think unless there's anything else you can think of
1: no I think that covers these last couple of weeks in Dice Masters
0: yep that covers our community focus welcome back Dice Masters fans and for this next segment now well we're going to hand over the reins aren't we we are we are so yes.
1: mr mr ben said scott
0: yeah so um, our intrepid reporter and the current canadian national champion ben scott was out and about at the pax unplugged world championship event and was kind enough to take a recording device well, I think just his phone actually it was kind enough to take a recording <laughs> device and grab us some coverage of the event as it was unfolding through the day. So, we've got some really good stuff in here coming up now. So, some updates as to how um, it had gone on through the rounds. You'll hear from some of the players, and we've got some content there as well from the champion. Yes, uh, and in addition to Ben's conversation with the uh, current world champion, we've also got some uh, audio that was captured for us by our good friend Isaac Veer over at Gaming with Sidekicks. Oh, I um,
1: love his voice.
0: Yeah, the Glass Shaker. Um, <laughs> the glass shaker. <laughs> That's going to stick. <laughs> I don't think it is. The Glass Shaker, yes, yeah, uh, with some reflections a little bit later on um, that evening when they were having having dinner, I believe. So without further ado, we'll hand over the reins and we'll let you hear about the World's Event.
3: Hello everyone, um, it's Ben Scott here. It's the morning of Worlds. Just got in, uh, the table's already kind of buzzing. Uh, lots of people here, a bit nervous, but we'll see how it goes. I imagine Yanti will win the day. Um, we shall see. I'm running a cold Dragon team, very much like my Canadian Knights team, um, with a venerable dreadnought thrown in. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how much Warhammer stuff gets added. We shall see. But yeah, I'll try and remember to do this in between rounds and hopefully I won't get knocked out too early and be tempted to go run off and do something else. So uh, just finished round one, I won my first game which was good, I'm here with the other definite winner of I round one. I won my first game. Yeah. Troy, Troy Miller. Um, Troy, what are you running today? Uh, it's uh, Hulk with Jubilee, Dreadnought, Mimic, uh, Sidekick stuff. Yeah, that Sounds pretty good. It's I, I wanted to play with Dreadnought mainly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm running Dreadnought as well. And uh, I think that's the only new Warhammer thing I've seen, is anyone else running anything some more time to look? Um, I think somebody still had a uh, aggressor in there. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. And maybe a fetid blow drone around somewhere, I'm not Actually, sure. Actually, I did see that, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not that many just straight up Yanti teams, right? There's at least one of the Super cool. Rare, yeah. and maybe one or two of the Common. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm running the Common as well to combat the Super Rare, but there's not that many Super Rare. So. Yeah, I, I mean, basically, I think there's a Dragon team and a Yanti uh, Super Rare team, but I think the rest is... Different, you know. yeah. it's It's pretty varied, actually. Yeah. yeah, I think there's a lot of pre-captain, I think. Yeah, but a lot of control. it is just, just for the global too, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, good luck in the rest of it. You too. Okay, so we just finished round three. Uh, There's gonna be four rounds of Swiss. Um, We're doing best of ones, which is kind of brutal, but uh, i managed to win all three so far. Uh, My Gold Dragon team's doing very well. It's taken out Arja's Yanti team, because he didn't roll very well, and uh, Patrick's Horrible Shield team, which has also done very well so far. It will be interesting to see how it goes next. I think I'm playing Troy. So yeah, it's going pretty well. We'll see how it progresses after this next round. I'll try and get some interviews as well. So I'm here in between round three and four with famed father and son duo, Lucan and RJ Neil. Uh Hi guys, how's it going? We're you know, rocking the casbah
4: here. You know. Same. <laughs> cool, what are you guys uh, playing today? Well, I'm running a, we were gonna both be running a uh, Fix-It uh, Ring of Winter thing, but I managed to leave my Ring of Winter, extra Ring of Winter <laughs> die back in Los Angeles. Yep. So I ended up putting out my old Yuan-T spam team, uh, but I put a little Mimic, super rare yeah, super twist rare, on it. Yeah. And so far, so good. We're, I'm two and one. Um, you know, it, it involves a, a lot of luck, just because venerable dreadnought is blowing things off the field and. Uh, yours truly, Ben Scott over here, uh, stomped me with some dragons. Yeah. Though we had a good game, I, I whiffed my we first did. rolls, yeah, and yeah, it was it was you missed pseudo dragon a couple of times, a couple of times, and beyond T right out of the gate And then the
3: but, first game, you were like doing eight that, like that super red mimics being. Like, really oh yeah, good, really
4: good. I, I was able to do bam, bam, bam. I got it. You know, got that multiplication thing going, yeah, which yeah. is fun when you can set it up. So that that was the, you know, it's a wish and a prayer team, and uh, so far, you know, okay. it's been fun. That's what I came
5: uh, look I am running the fix it team. No, you just use fix it. Free captain and ring a winner and go for that fix it turn one go second yep and you just turn three if you next turn proton cannon Heimdall and uh, Atlas Global which is just res for a fist so you buy it turn one and then turn two you prep it uh, well turn two you uh, buy a proton cannon you uh, at, uh, you Heimdall Global and then you Atlas Global and then you'll have three sidekicks in your prep area Yep you got all uh, you a need proton <laughs> cannon a sidekick and a fix it in your bag
4: and if somebody's not ready it's
3: have you uh done the turn three
5: yet? Uh very, all very time. <laughs> I keep on. I almost did it so many times, but then I missed the bolt that I need for Ring a Winner all three games. So you
3: still far. wrecked someone, I saw like this fix hit with a massive line of bolts behind it.
5: Yeah, no, I did. I, I think that was against Jazz. Um, but it was that was also a very close game. I think yeah, it was it was if he had if he had done one more turn it would have been it for me. If yeah, they don't have like Kate Bishop or something, uh, yeah, Kate Bishop is a little bit of a thorn in my side because yeah. like it I can't taunt off your shriek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you shriek either my Wonder Woman or my Fix It. Either yeah. way, I'm done for if I can't just get a lucky turn where you don't pull masks.
4: Yeah. So uh um, gonna say hi to Andy too. We met him when we were in Origins a couple years yeah, back, yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah, he's around here somewhere I believe. I think he's uh Playing Keyforge or something. I guess couple sure. Yes, because you know all you guys are always making fun of us Irish out there. And us Irish Americans still take it personally, my friends. So congratulations on the podcast, we love it. Not but you know be Jaslish and Nagaligori. Thank
3: you guys. I'm here after the fourth round of Swiss. We're going top cut now. Um, I'm here with Michaela.
2: Michaela, how's your? What's your team and how's it done? Uh, so I'm running uh, Common Cape Bishop in uh-huh. honor of Andy and Chris. Yeah. And uh, it just—I've seen that team do so much better yeah, than yeah. It, it did today. Not the I just, today. yeah, I didn't get the rolls. I had some really bad matchups. I opened up against Patrick, and he's running this headache of a team yeah, yeah. that you just you. You have to really think to play against. And uh, he's got the reps and I don't. Yep. And then I played Troy. And yeah, and Troy's I doing really missed, well as well. Yeah, yeah, and I missed the role I needed and he got the role. So uh, that's how it goes. And then I, I played Lucan later and uh, he's got. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty worried about Lucan. Yeah, yeah, I just didn't have anything to, to deal with that. No, so. he's got like this
3: turn three fix it, which you basically can't do anything about if you don't have mission yeah. bishop or something. Yeah. Yeah, and I was running the wrong Cape Bishop, so... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the common doesn't have the global, which is the only downside of it. Yeah, exactly. Only downside. Only downside. Cool, well, thank you, Michaela. Thank you. Okay, so guys, just finished the semi-finals, me and Alex Rodriguez lost, uh, and Lucan and R. O'Neil, who I had on previously, uh, are in the final, father against son. Lucan's fix team was just too fast for my dragons, really, I didn't really have anything to do apart from buy a bunch of shrieks, and yeah, it didn't work out so well, because he yeah, had forced attack. Uh, Arj on the other hand is playing a straight up Yanti team with that Super Air Mimic um, which is done very well and we'll grab an interview with one of them once we know who wins. So the final's still going on, um, but I managed to grab uh, probably the best brewer in the tournament today, or the most interesting anyway. Uh, Patrick, how did it go with your cool shield build? If you call me Patrick, nobody knows who the hell I am.
2: Oh, Shadow Meld, sorry. (laughs) No, um, I did really well. Uh, I did so well that I got matched up against some of my worst matchups. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was great. Uh, People had stuff that were just slightly different than the standard meta and that allowed them to slip through my my devilishly deceptive trap yeah Arge's team was a pretty straight up Yanti team but with that super mimic, it's kind of souped up it's not Yanti though it's like so Yanti wants to put Yanti and Pseudo Dragon on the board and then buy two turns in a row Arge wants to put three characters on the board and win the game in one burst and I, I consider it Yanti Plus right now. Yeah, it's like a multiplier, yeah. It, it, and he really advanced the build Yeah, with one card choice, and it's really strong. I
3: think the kind of key has been like um, the Lucan and Arj both kind of focused really heavily into what their team does well and not necessarily teched against anything. Like, Lucan's team is very, very fixity with so many globals just to make that work. Like, against me, he bought four fixes, I think. Yeah, in the game because he didn't have
2: anything else to buy. Right, because if you're blocking fix fixits, you're not winning. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Um, and you're right, Lucan is like, I'm shoving gray fists down your throat every turn unless you do something about it. And like you were saying, earlier, you just got drawn
3: against me and Arj. Like you kind of walked through top seed the
2: first two games. Well, I mean, I believe Michaela. It was a tough uh, yeah, you played good. Yeah, so you were like, game. I made a really critical play at one specific point. And went from Michaela having me at six life to hitting Michaela for thirty five. Yeah, yeah. So, and it was one play that like flipped it, flipped the tables, and she wasn't going to be able to sneak any more damage gain against me. So I think we need to like, have a look at that Fentaza and kind of, especially with the Dreadnought. Yeah. Um, so with with Fentaza, Nick Fury, and uh, a Dreadnought, uh, on average, yeah. right? So yeah. level twos. On average, Penthaza gives me plus seven Something attack like yeah. on the field. And if I have another Nick Fury, that's another three. So plus ten attack. Yeah. Which is about what Bard used to get.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's it's really a four-class shield.
2: So as long as your team's built around it, yeah. it punches really hard. And it shields
3: ice a bit like Bard because the defense on the shields is very strong as well. Right.
2: So it's hard to clear any of my characters, even if you have range. Yeah. And my guys all have crazy stat lines for just staying alive against breath weapon Nick Fury is a two cost that survives breath weapon alone on level two uh, on level two and level three there are almost no other three costs that are two costs that do that
3: yeah yeah it's really and
2: sometimes he makes my guys feel for free yes yeah
3: well thank you Okay, so we have a winner. I'm here with Arj and his horrible, spammy anti team, which was pretty garbage. Uh, everyone agreed. So, uh, Arj, how do you
4: feel after like, bullying your son in the final? Like Oscar the Grouch, baby. You know, living in the garbage can. I, you know, I had. The thing is, I had fun with it because I had mimic. I was going for yeah. the mimic thing, yeah, 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 yeah. and I ran into some really hard villain, hard-ass villain control teams. And that really helped, because I needed to pump up to get to that 8 damage to get rid of blobs yeah. and get rid of, yeah, we you know, double shrieks and, you we know... We are
3: saying, effectively, the Pseudo Dragon doubled the
4: tune, right. and the Mimic doubles it again. Right. So and if I get those so three much. out, it's 8 damage every uh, time I play an action or it, yeah. buy an action. But, you know, against uh, a lot of tough matches. If against Alex with and that, with that, uh, Top 4, I played against Alex, and he had a villain control team that he got out and he was really clamping me down yeah, very really hard. Point. He was playing it really, really well. And I just got really lucky with my batarang because they just kept rolling and kept rolling. Yeah Batarang was a good challenge. Right obviously. through a Scarlet Witch, you yeah, know yeah, so. Yeah,
3: yeah. And it gives you that extra kind of protection against shrieks. so you have double layer
4: against Exactly, you. and it keeps coming back and doing yeah. a attune damage and it was that that saved my bacon.
3: But in the final there was no kind of control. The Super Mimic came no. through again
0: <laughs> in the last yes.
3: game.
4: Saved my bacon again against my son. Now, we played, we brewed that team together, his yeah, yeah, Fix-It yeah. team. And I was going to play that Fix-It yeah. team today, but I forgot my Ring of Winter Die. So so I just went back to like my crutch. I played this spammy, yeah, yeah. and I had it literally. Yeah, super, I literally, like, I I literally pulled it out from the It is the best Nats. team. I mean, it is. Well, you know, a lot of things. I think, like against Patrick, yeah. I'm saying Patrick's team beats that my team Very probably seventy percent of the time. Yeah, but I was able to just get everything sunk up with all three of them and just do that one massive but hit. That
3: was super mimic. So in the final, yeah. in the last game. Um, you took your son you used Super Mimic to copy fix it
4: yes and then swing through (laughs) yes (laughs) that was mean but but actually even on that play you know this is par for my course like I misplayed in the game I like could have beat him just with uh, direct damage just buying stuff and I I, no, I, was I kept thinking, I kept thinking, like, because I misplayed earlier about not saving two masks. So I was yeah. telling myself, I gotta save two masks. So when I converted one of the side, there was Yarnbjorn was on the table and Heimdal and Billy yeah, uh, Club, and I should have just made a, a mat, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a fist, right. and bought another one and killed him. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I gotta have two masks because he's gonna taunt me yeah, and he's yeah, gonna yeah. And then he's gonna hit me with a fix it, and I figured oh, I'll just stall out for the for a turn. But I had just enough on the table. Yeah, to do well, I would combat
3: day gave you loads of flexibility.
4: Yeah, that yeah. mimic is just—it's—I love playing that card. I play it all the time. So cool. Well, thank you very much. Of course. And, and, uh, thank you very much. And Ben, you—I uh, er, think you—you—you—you you, you, you walked all over I'm me. You walked you. all over I'm me. All over yes.
3: again, so. Okay. <laughs> cool. Thanks. Uh, thank you.
6: Welcome back, Ministry Dice fans. This is special correspondent Isaac. I've been hanging out with Andy today all day at Worlds. We've been playing games. He decided to sit out at Worlds, but I do have the first and second place finishers at the 2018 World Championships here at Pax Unplugged today. Arch and his son Lucan. First off, guys, to both of you, congratulations. Well, thank you very much. We
4: uh, honored to be on the show. <laughs> yep. Same. Same here. So um, uh, let's
6: let's start kind of with, with what you guys put together as far as uh, team wise. Like, what'd you play? What would you see? and kind of talk about, like, how you guys got to be the father-son duo that finished one and two, uh, beating my son and I from being able to take that record. So, so I appreciate that. So kind of brewing-wise, kind
4: of what 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 were you guys thinking? Who wants to start? Well, we were first thinking when we saw the Creek Captain Global, we started brewing, Lucan and I, about, uh, we just thought, you know, if you use Ring of Winter and Creek Captain, you could get a a fix it. You could get a six cost on turn one. And so and the thing that jumped out at us originally was the uncommon fix it, which we like to play a lot. But then we're like, you know, if we can get this thing out, you can get that thing out on turn, turn three if it was a regular fix it. The common. So that's what we decided. We started playing with that and and if you put or on enough globals like yarn uh, yarn and stuff, yeah, you can be warm. remarkably
5: yeah, consistent oh, yeah. with getting all yeah. the, the energy needed by that thing. So
4: that's what you guys started, play
6: like,
5: tested we together. Yeah. We play yeah. tested yeah. that oh, together. But we tested He tested. forgot the ring of winter die at home. Oh, yeah.
6: So <laughs> and let's and let's break. talk about that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about that. So you guys plan to play the same team, right? Yes. That was the plan. Leaving California, same team, father son duo, cruise in, right? What happened? So he,
5: we were we were we were just packing all of our stuff and we didn't even. Noticed that we hadn't packed like all of our super rare dice, but we we uh, used the battle for ultramar box that we got in order to we used the bottom and the lid yeah. of it in order to create dice mats that we could play dice masters on the plane. Perfect, so I, we were just wanting to pre- play test our teams when we were on the plane, so Bad I brought idea. the fix it team and. He brought his tune team, so I had one Ring of Winner to spare. We, we had one Ring of Winner on us. And, and I um, planned to pack since another he, one. Since, he, <laughs> since, like, when we were play testing, he wasn't really sure what he was going to do, and I was like, like I'm going to do fix it, you know. It's got a lot of weaknesses to it, but, like, at the same time, I'd, I, if I just get the good matchups, I'm, I'm going to be able to do well. Yeah, if so I end up facing good. people who have stuff like Static Field, Kate Bishop, Flying mm-hmm. Hammer Smash... I'm just going to lose, and there's not much <laughs> I can do about it. But if you look at the history, a common trend between people who win a lot is they just got matchups that worked for them. So match-ups. I was just keeping my fingers crossed that I got the good matchups, and I, I ended up dodging. Since I lost the first round, I was able to dodge um, Patrick. I was able to dodge um, Keith. They were running, like, uh, Transfer Power and uh, uh, Kate Bishop. I was able to dodge my father up until the last round, <laughs> and he was running Static Field, so... Yeah, that was... I just so, got like... So, so you
6: made the last-minute adjustments.
4: Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I... You know, as, as is typical, if you ever seen me play, too, I, I, I don't go through any game without making some catastrophic misplay somewhere along the line. In fact, I won the final game on a misplay, which is I thought was appropriate. But... Uh, you know, the, uh, as I was walking out the door, I thought it was, it, you know, and this is so way, the way I, I think, right? I'm even thinking, I got, I got my, I was so proud of myself. I got my wallet. I know there's all these people who get to the airport and they, they don't have their wallet, they don't have their license, <laughs> and then what do they do? And so I'm going up to the ticket counter and I open my wallet and my license isn't in there. And it just, all this thing flashed back to me. Like, I literally started a new job and scanned my license on the scanner and then forgotten to take the license and put it back in my wallet. So I was at the airport just panicking. Like, where, how are I going to get, so it was like, I left my license, left the bring a winner die, you know. That's but, awesome. uh, Still managed to uh, get what you needed. Get, get, get it done, yeah. So top
6: four was um, RG Blade. Top four, well, I had a, um, it was a gauntlet. You uh, had a buy?
4: Got it. No.
5: Sorry.
4: <laughs> a buy from the top four? In. I had Alex. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez. It's not a buy. <laughs> <laughs> Alex was playing an a extremely rough uh, villain control deck that he piloted superbly, and I just got super lucky hitting Batarangs. You got the Crazy. Roll. I just the, got Batarangs the, 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 through Scarlet Witch I was just throwing batarangs and blowing off two streaks and I had to get rid of a blob and, I, and it, it, it finally it all just fell together where I could just
5: poke through for the damage really and quick get you and get what she awesome. needed awesome and who did you hit uh, the top four so top four I was playing Ben said Scott okay awesome. um, and Ben and it was, was running Ben was running a dragon a team with Mimic yeah. um, the common and uh, it was it was Sorry. like I think that it was just for him a bad matchup I'm not gonna deny that Ben is almost definitely better than I am at Dice Masters. He's very, very skilled. But it was just a bad matchup for him. I was just able to get my fix-it-out quickly. He was trying as hard as he could to slow me down. Like, one game he bought three shrieks. All three of his shrieks just tried to get... That was the game that I think he won that time. Um, And he just had as many shrieks as he could get, and that was, like, his strategy. Um, but on one of on the final game, he needed he was rolling his second streak. The first streak he fielded, the second streak he didn't field. I was able to just ping it out and swing for a lot of damage. I didn't need to taunt it. It just it, it turned out well for me. I got the rolls, and I mean he didn't get all the rolls. He got a lot of the rolls, but he didn't get all the rolls. So it just you got what you needed. I got what I needed, and like it was a good matchup.
6: So that's awesome. So um, you guys played golden, finished top two. Played Worlds, finished top two, played the D&D game at the same time, right? No, didn't, <laughs> did do, didn't, that. didn't do that. You didn't, you didn't try and didn't pull the junior, junior and, and <laughs> hit them both. So that's so awesome. So you got the World Championships. You've, you are the next in line, right, of the, of the world champions here, taking the uh, title from... Um, Mexico? Um, yep. Yeah, it was Victor. It was Victor. 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 Yeah, it was Victor, yeah, taking the title from Victor. So we finally have a world champion that's in the United States. Um, this is actually our first in first U.S., right? Well, first Steve. no, no. Steve. I,
4: I think uh, Dean
6: Leland. Oh, you're right. Was it Dean? Dean was, Dean was the first world Dean champion. Was. Yes. So Dean, That's and then Dean. and then Guillermo, then Victor, and then you. So he brought it back to the United States. So um, congratulations to that. Um, I am going to um, see if we can wrangle up Andy from the bar and to get him back, get him back over to England. But uh, thanks, guys, so much for taking the time. I got to give
4: a shout out to our, you know, our clan back in Southern California. Absolutely. Here's, a, you know, hail ho. Nuff said. Absolutely. And and Enrique's nappy locks. I'll give you a wink too. <laughs>
6: awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys and I'll throw it back to Andy and Chris
0: well there we are then boys and girls once again congratulations to Arge from From us here at the Ministry of Dice, another round of applause.
1: Well done. That that title's mine next
0: year, just saying. Well, we'll see. What's this space? What's this space? It might be mine. You never know. No, that's highly unlikely. I can't qualify, can I? You never know. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with where they put the UK Nationals event this year. But in any case, yeah, well done, Arj, And commiserations to Lucan. Uh, I put a post on Facebook just the other day saying, not only... Has Lucan come second in the world championship, which is commiserations enough, but he has to go home and live with the winner. <laughs> 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 that must be very, very painful. Yeah, father and son face off in the final there like that. That's uh, that's great. And, uh, I'm lo- I'm loving it actually. I love it, you know the dadliest of all the games. Uh, so well done, folks! Tremendous event and onwards and upwards into 2019's competitive seasons. Whoop, whoop. Ooh yeah. Um, i think nothing more we can is there anything else we need to say there nah, no nah? Cool. up great on to the next segment then yes welcome back folks and for this next segment now we're going to share well had we're going to share an idea that you had aren't we andy
1: yeah, a little bit of a competition between the two of us
0: yeah absolutely so we were just sort of scrabbling around for ideas things to do to entertain our our little minds and in this instance our our little hands because we've got nothing to do with our hands right now and we were messaging back and forth and you made a suggestion didn't you sir
1: i did indeed now we both have a vast quantity of surplus dice be it kits, <laughs> be it extra character dice and we can't shift it for love and money can we
0: no we can't i've managed to i've had a few people come out the woodwork we've had a few bits and bobs but i keep carting around the legendary true mr six red box of dice which was uh, described by Stephen clegg down at uh, element games the other day uh, what did he call it hang on let me just scroll through the chat everyone sit quietly while i scroll through the chat i should have prepared this he was after something really random oh where's the message gone well this is good radio
1: did he text you off of his skiff off the coast of somalia
0: no he had to call me he uses a sat phone when he's out there box of doom he called it the box of doom the box of doom <laughs> The box of, yeah, the box of nearly divorced. <laughs> <laughs> the box of nearly divorced. Yeah, I keep trying. So I've, I've shifted a bit, and some people have taken the odd dice here and there out at events, but it's it, it doesn't feel like it ever goes down.
1: No. So what we were thinking is, what can we do with this surplus dice to, to keep us entertained, to keep us busy, to make something half-decent to record for a podcast episode? <laughs> and the, the answer is, let's make something.
0: Let, yes, let's make something out of surplus dice. Yeah, yeah, and and
1: we may hint on it later because you said that your son referred to it as uh, similar to Minecraft. So let's call the segment Modcraft.
0: Mod, I see naming stuff. You, you're on this, although you never got the jingle done in time for that segment in the house.
1: I listened back to it today. Noticed that you just left the little <laughs> Yeah, did. gap there. <laughs> In fact. So on a side note, whilst I was waiting in my car today, I thought, Oh, let's make one. So <laughs> as a special pre release. We
0: we can't hear it really hear it very well, my mum. Oh wow. Well you just have to wait till the next format focus. It it sounds like you've got Alvin, Simon and Theodore trapped in the boot of your car, just screaming to get out. <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> But that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, know, that's, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. What this man does with chipmunks is better left unexplored. <laughs> um <laughs> We've gone way off. We
1: haven't even explained what we're doing yet. Yeah, we haven't explained so, what we're
0: doing. So, what we call in this uh, mod craft. modcraft. Mod mod yeah, go on then. So, explain it to the listeners for me, please, my man.
1: Okie doke. So, what we will do is we're going to take our surplus dice and we are going to make something or a number of things or. Half a thing or whatever we can out of our surplus dice.
0: So Let's see what will, happens.
1: <laughs> we will then put our creations onto eBay, and the winner will be whoever makes the most money off of their random surplus dice creation. Simple, really.
0: Is yeah, is is declared the winner, uh, and any funds raised on that eBay auction or eBay auctions (plural) um, will will just plow back into the Ministry of Dice Presents events and use it for. Prizing or something. I don't know. What Maybe by, just coffee. By, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it might it might be no more than a twenty P bag of sweets for all I know. <laughs> this <rate. laughs> Well I'll set it as a minimum bit of ninety nine p so We'll we'll make at least, you know, one pound ninety eight. Yeah. <laughs> Plus postage and packaging <laughs> yeah that's right so after you had this idea i came home and said to the family i got the hashtag competitive wife the mini miss six and the mini mister six together and i said right Andy's had this idea that about building something out of our surplus dice and having a little contest so you can sell their creation for and raise the highest money on ebay and my son and my daughter are all over this man all over it Ideas were flowing out of them, it, like we tapped into something something deep and primal um, <laughs> that, that comes from their love of Lego and Minecraft. <laughs> so I think my son's got some pretty ambitious ideas as to what we might be uh, having a crack at.
1: Nice, full like, 1 and 25 scale model of the uh, Arc de Triomphe.
0: Yeah, well, no, we do something nerdy like Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it can't be Hogwarts, can it? Because that's that's not a Dice Masters IP. What what could be a good Dice Masters IP thing? The Avengers Tower. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Or Wayne Manor. Wayne Manor, there you go. We're going to make a dice Wayne Manor. I'll have to buy some Loctite. You're
1: giving you the uh, your ideas away.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind. It'll be uh, it's going to be so impressive that even people knowing in advance what I'm creating will just blow their mind. <laughs> Cool, so stay tuned. We will... uh, So this episode, it's the 10th of December now. Yeah. So we're going to take Christmas to do the creating, a bit of festive craft work, and then we will list the items on Monday the 7th of January, the same day that episode 37 goes out. Oh, yeah, 37. Wow,
1: 37.
0: Yeah, so uh, watch this space, and then we'll put a one-week listing up, and we'll announce the the results in our twenty first of January episode. So we've got we we've got our little festive break to to get some some activity, some craft activity done. And then we'll go from there. And
1: we get to milk three segments out of it as well. So happy days.
0: Yes, happy days indeed. But remember folks, you know, being the number one premium podcast on the Dice Masters Marketplace right now.
1: Yeah, there's nothing else to choose.
0: Yeah. So you might as well just listen to us do weird sh- weird <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, weird stuff, like building... Th- oh, that was completely... Oh, dear. Disappointed in myself for that one. You uh, even
1: stopped yourself the first time. No, just, no, 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 no. I know,
0: I just went for it. Yeah, I'm tired, dude. Can't can't handle my own mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying now? I, I'm um, sure, whatever it was, I'm sh- sure it was hilarious. No, I'm going to lose. Oh, Bantz. Okay, well, have you already got an idea in mind? Oh, Oh, Okay. Because legit, my my family are all over this. They're well up for it. We, we're gonna have to buy some super glue and some other paraphernalia.
1: I'm excited to see what they come up with.
0: Yeah, and by all means, listeners, if you want to, uh, you know, drop a comment on the bottom of the blog post or at the bottom of one of the Facebook shares with hints, tips, and suggestions, then by all means do. Andy's gonna need the help. <laughs> It's on. It's on. I'm going to make a lot of money with mine. Oh, yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really not. I'm really not. Yeah. All right. well, let's wrap this up there then. So, there you go, folks. Just to give you a heads up. So, we're going to take Christmas break, although there is a Christmas special episode, of course, on the way. But we're going to take Christmas break. Over the Christmas break, we'll make our Dice Masters creations using our surplus dice. I've got sidekicks and other dice, so i might make two things let's see what happens we will discuss them and list them on january the 7th one week listing on ebay and then whoever raises the highest money is the winner how exciting cool may, may the best gluer win creator of dice <laughs> Dice, <laughs> of dice, <laughs> dice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right well keep your eyes out for that one then folks Yes, folks, sadly, all good things must come to an end, and this brings us to the conclusion of yet another Ministry of Dice episode. We hope that you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed recording it. And so it's a bit of a funny time of year. We're in the festive season now, so a little heads up. This is our last episode, our last formal episode, before we go for our festive break. According to our release schedule, our next episode is due on Christmas Eve, but we're, it's very unlikely we're going to be able to get that done. But with Christmas parties and yeah. whatnot. not. Uh, however, fear do, not, fear not. Your your Christmas will not be Ministry of Diceless, which you know. I realise that I gave you. I've like I've gone low with a disappointment and then brung it high. Because, like it. We, because we do have a christmas special episode in the pipeline ready to roll out during the christmas week so keep your eyes on your podcast feeds for that uh, we've done something a little bit different this year we hope you enjoy it uh, it's good uh, uh, it. Um, i've not listened to it through yet but uh, you you think it's uh, some pretty good action there man man
1: it is i won't give anything away but uh, hopefully uh, it'll be enjoyed by all
0: yes absolutely so we'll put we'll put that out during christmas week so keep your eye on your feed and um, i've not set a date for it but it probably it'll be somewhere between christmas eve and new year that'll go roll out uh, but then we're formally back um with our next episode on the 7th of january
1: yeah see what we've built out of all our surplus dice
0: yes yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> christmas Chaos has caused.
0: Yeah, get that glue gun action yeah. on the go. So we wish everybody a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We Happy hope you Christmas. enjoyed. We hope you enjoyed the Christmas special. Uh, and Santa comes along and empties his sack all over your living room with many <laughs> gaming goodness. It's
1: all right, I don't know why I laughed then.
0: Yeah, I don't know why you laughed.
1: Nah. What's funny about that? <sighs> Just the way you said emptying his sack made me giggle.
0: Well, that's how he gets the pre- he puts the sack on the back of the sleigh with the presents.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's a there's that new Christmas film on the uh, Netflix Christmas Chronicles with Kurt
0: Russell. Kurt Russell, I saw it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mate, Snake Bliskin has gone downhill since Escape from L.A. Mm-hmm. It's quite good though.
0: I've not watched it. Have you seen it? Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Ho ho. ho. Very very. Yeah. I, ho ho ho. Now I have a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> you taken my aka how oh, have i oh well i think well I've, one. I've blundered into that one all right then well uh until the new year then folks i've been chris aka candy <laughs> and i've been andy <laughs> aka mandy <laughs> <laughs> see you next year <laughs> oh sorry about that dude that's all right man i just uh, had to i was just running from the kitchen (laughs) (laughs) i was only loading the dishwasher but i happened to have the ipad uh, playing some tunes and i was like why is why is the music just started going boom 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 and then i realized (laughs) that it's ringing on me (laughs) that it was ringing on my ipad as well oh what a knobhead